0: Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of the Turkey Hunter Podcast. You are listening to episode number 454, a noisy group of Mountain Merriams. And I am your co-host and the guy who just absolutely wore them out on a phenomenal fishing trip in Costa Rica.
1: And I'm your co-host and I'm the guy... Who has found some suitors for Saturday morning.
0: Oh nice. Yes. Uh they're not
1: the old they're not the old boys I really want to find, but I've found a potential flock of there's seven two year olds together that have like younger looking ones look like they're about, you know, six inch beards and the older looking ones have about eight inch beards.
0: Uh, Mm -hmm.
1: very welcome on my right shoulder come Saturday morning very
0: and on the table come thanksgiving day
1: absolutely because i mean that's a two-year-old that's a gobbler he's ready to roll and there's seven of them together they actually were with the flock of poults and hens so i bet they'll be not with them it, it had been raining so i think they had just kind of all descended upon this field because of the rain mm-hmm. so yeah, likely. We'll see. yeah we'll see where they actually are but uh, at least know there's a a suitable flock to hunt in there, so that could be some fun come come Saturday. Yeah, cool. Yeah, so how was the fishing trip?
0: Oh man, it was good. That's awesome. Um, we we caught a bunch of dorado and a bunch of sailfish, and it was awesome. No marlin, but I can live with that, you know. And there's yeah. just not much better than having some fresh dorado fillets for oh lunch yeah on the back you
1: get a good size fillet off the sailfish too oh
0: well it's probably you know a third <laughs> the size of the marlin yeah especially it's, the black and the white marlins you know those are you can get good fillets off those
1: yeah get you a get a giant electric fillet knife out and just go at it And the, you know uh, no one down um, there cares if you do that in costa rica at all because they definitely don't protect those fish at all
0: on the boat we were on in Guatemala, they just used a chainsaw instead of an electric fillet knife <laughs> to fillet out the marlin we killed. I mean, caught.
1: Yeah, yeah, caught.
0: I'm kidding. I'm just kidding.
1: We, no we full, haven't filleted any fish.
0: No marlin were harmed in the making of this podcast. Correct. So, Correct. speaking of killing, we got a yeah. pretty loud, boisterous group of, of guests for this week's show.
1: Yes, they're some of my favorite guests. I love interviewing them at close quarters, specifically (laughs) less than 30 yards is ideal. So
0: it was... And when you catch them at the right time, they can mm -hmm. be very still for your photographs. Yes. Photog session.
1: Yes, absolutely. And I mean, this hunt came like... We were on a hot streak. Let's just say... Things were going good for Cameron and Andy out west.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it really, the the switch flipped. You know, we went, what, a solid day. Well, we'll let's just say two days. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. much two days. Yeah, of, of daylight hours, not in, you know, 24-hour days, but in daylight hours of frustration.
1: Yeah, absolute zero, just looking not good. You know, for miles, our prospects,
0: miles and miles and miles of terrain covered.
1: Yeah, and, and not even, not even getting a turkey to gobble or seeing a strutter on private land or, you know, usually yeah. you can at least strike one that you can't get to. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, but, but we weren't even was... having that kind of luck. No, I mean this was very much like hunting in Alabama. Yeah, yeah, it pretty much was my experience of college in Alabama. You just. <laughs> think there's no turkeys.
0: That's because there are no turkeys.
1: Yeah. And that's but, probably what happened at,
0: at this place. But
1: Suddenly, let's see, the afternoon before the hunt we're about to share you guys with, which would have been, what, May 8th, mm-hmm. we struck gold on what was probably the hypest moment I've ever had after squeezing the trigger on a turkey, at least one of them. And uh, probably the most excited I've ever seen you in your life. And... You didn't even squeeze the trigger. You just were there on that that turkey. That was so. That was just an insane story. I guess we probably do. We even have. There's not really audio from that story.
0: I I can't remember if I turned on the recorder for that one or not. I need to look and see. But we definitely need to share that story. I mean that that was it was just insane. It really was, and that's one of those Should where the we... turkey gods smile.
1: Should we share a brief synopsis now? Just no. to Okay. Yeah.
0: We've teased it Will up and I, I think we <laughs> hang on to it.
1: All right. Yeah. Well there's a great cliffhanger for everybody. It was an amazing <laughs> and we're gonna gloss right over that. So killed <laughs> May eighth afternoon, drove to a new state across. I mean, just right across the line. And we're in Merriam's country. I mean Big time Merriam's country, what you picture when you think Ponderosas, you know, mountains, Ponderosas, snow capped mountains in the backdrop, you know. I mean, we're in, in Merriam's town of mountain Merriams. You know, there are some areas that have like prairie Merriams, but this was this was kind of the native range of the Merriam wild turkey. Mm-hmm. And we cut out after I killed That gobbler, I mean, right at sunset, because I mean, the pictures, the sun is setting in the background, you know, we killed him late that afternoon and moved across state lines to state number two, our objective. And we played a hunt because we've already played that one for y'all where Andy kills a turkey. So you can go back and listen to that one. Let me look up the episode real quick to tell you episode four forty seven mountain pine forest turkey hunt Mm -hmm. that is the morning of the of may 9th of last year we killed andy's turkey who had a very fond heart for the box call
2: yes
1: (laughs) and that was an amazing hunt so i mean we're riding a high at this point because we have just checked off state number one for me the evening before state number two for you and we also heard another turkey gobble a long way off across a main paved road, but, but on forest land that we could hunt. And that was one we heard during the hunt of yours. And so we kill yours.
0: Yeah, and he even go gobbled back. like right at daylight on the roost. That turkey was gobbling across the highway. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, we ahead. heard
1: him several times. Yeah. And so take pictures with yours. And then it was like, you know, we weren't in a big hurry or anything, but I was like, you know, well, hey, why don't we go ahead and just go kill that one across the road? And you were like, hey, man, that sounds like a great suggestion. So we walked, we actually walked back to the truck, put your gobbler and my gobbler from yesterday were still up there because it was so cold. I mean, we didn't, we didn't have to clean him the night before. So we get them, we take down camp, I believe, because we had camped right there by where we killed yours. I mean, I, I literally heard your turkey gobble from the Eno, you know, from my hammock. <laughs> yeah.
0: But didn't we? Didn't we enjoy a banana taco or two?
1: Oh yeah, we absolutely had to enjoy a banana taco, which yeah. was the the meal of choice on this trip. Yes. I'm not going to lie. I liked it so much. I literally – I sent you a picture of me eating one the other morning. Yeah. I eat these at home now. <laughs> like, it is a special we'll, treat. We'll have
0: to you know? share the recipe maybe maybe at the end of this episode.
1: Yeah, so stay tuned. We'll share the recipe for Cam and Andy's Nana Tacos. But we enjoyed a Nana Taco. Uh, if I know me, I probably made some coffee, had mm-hmm. a little coffee. We weren't in any hurry, man. I mean, it was like the pressure – the day before, there was a lot of pressure, I felt. Like, like oh my gosh, we got to get this done. With state number one, you know, we're struggling, or I was struggling. You had killed one by the grace of God and help from a really nice guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then I miraculously killed one. And, so, and then you had already checked off state number two. And at this point, it was kind of like we could breathe because we knew... We have a lot of days left on this trip and we already know where another Turkey is like times are good now, you know, we can, we can slow it down a bit. And so we had some coffee, some Nana tacos. And after, you know, resting up a little bit, we cruised down the mountain, crossed the road, parked the truck over there, hopped out. And this was like, when you got out of the truck, you had to go straight up. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Yep. straight up. And so I would assume the turkey we heard gobbling from where we killed yours, when we heard him, I assume he was up top because I don't think there's any way on earth we could have heard him if he had gone over the top of the hill. Yeah, I
0: agree. I mean, it was a pretty sharp drop off on the other side of that mountain from where I killed my turkey. And so, I agree with you. I think if he was on the other side of the mountain gobbling we would not have heard him.
1: Yeah. So to it was an interesting spot so like imagine a like a sea, a backward sea essentially of a like massive very steep on both sides ridge line that makes a sea around like a bowl and in the bowl was almost all private land pasture that had cows and stuff like that down there. And the forest land made an L around the pasture that was all the ridge, you know. And so we finally, I mean, we climb up this thing, get to the top, and I believe we hit a box call from up there. Yeah. And heard, I mean, like way out there, the yodel of a Merriam. And it sounded like he was if you if you that l i did we're standing on the bottom of the l and it's a backwards l so like a capital letter l we're standing on the bottom like in the middle and it gobbled like up at the top of the straight line
2: Mm-hmm.
1: but out in the pasture a little bit but pretty close to the public land so like we checked him he gobbled we kind of moved right because like, we couldn't go straight down towards him or we would have had to go through the private land. So we started moving right to, to make the L on him, and we kind of went a little ways. And then I think both of us were kind of like, you know, we probably ought to make sure he's ready because we've done this deal enough to know with those meriams every now and then. You get them to gobble once and— then they, it's like they take out running the other way with the hens as fast as they can, and you never hear from them again. Yeah. And we did not want to go through the absolute insane terrain we were about to go through. Yeah. (laughs) Without knowing this turkey was going to keep gobbling, because it just did it was not, it wasn't like we got to stay on this nice ridge top all the way to the turkey, like the way it worked, we basically at first got to just walk the crown of the ridge on the bottom of the L, but when we turned to go north, suddenly we were going up and down, up and down, up and down.
0: Yeah, we we were side-hilling on the side of that mountain. Yeah,
1: side-hilling, so all the drainages, we were having to go down. Yeah. Because, like, the top over there was, like, barren. It was, like, rocks at the top. Remember, like, that one spot we walked across was just, like, a it just was rocks, yeah, and so anyway, we checked the turkey again a couple times, and he had he continued to gobble, so we were like, let's do it, and we start doing the side hill thing, I mean, going, 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 and along the way, I believe we were checking him the whole time, weren't we, yeah, and so this I'm measuring it on Onyx right now, it was about oh. a mile and Very strenuous mile, like a a slow, slow mile. (laughs) Yeah. But I had seen on the map where there actually was a little spot where it, because we kind of were like talking back and forth, like, do you think we should just, he was gobbling, but he wasn't moving. And we were like, should we just set up up here on this steep? And it was thick. Like if it wouldn't have been for the elk trails it would have been very hard to walk through. Yeah, no doubt. But we kept like saying, like, do you think he'll come up here in this crap? Like, Do you think we can call him up here? Like, It is a Merriam's. They're more prone to do stuff like that. But I saw on the map where there actually was a spot on the forest up there pretty close to where he was gobbling. There was a meadow that went out to the pasture where all the cows were. And it was flat, like pretty darn flat. And I, I was like, man, I think if we get to there, because that was going to put us close to him, and it made it very easy for him to walk to us. And I was like, if we can get to there, I think we'll kill him. And so that's what we kept moving up there, and he kept gobbling pretty good. I think you started checking him with a crow pretty often. Yeah. And yeah. if he wouldn't gobble with that, we would, we'd break out a— I think I was hitting my trumpet a good bit the whole way over there, too.
0: You were. And, you know, that's the thing when you're moving on Miriam's like that. You don't know if they're so low and if they've broken away from their location and they're coming to you, man, they cover ground in a hurry. And so the last thing you want to do after hiking up and down <laughs> drainages and side healing for, you know, a mile is bump a dang turkey that's running to you. So it's important to check them a good bit yeah. along the way. And we were doing that for sure.
1: Yeah, that's a great point. We checked him way more than I would have probably, like, if I was in the deep southeast hunting Mississippi, Alabama, something like that, I wouldn't have done near the hen calling as we approached that I, that we did to that turkey. Yeah. But you make a great point. Those Merriams can move so quickly, and, like, when their mind goes to I'm coming, you need to know that they're coming and get set up fast, you know? yeah.
0: And by hen calling a bunch as you're going to them, you know, I, I kind of think you may trigger them to, to come to you quicker than maybe you want to or want them to. Yeah, because
1: I'm sure that sounds really realistic,
0: you know. Yeah, absolutely. She's,
1: she's approaching. She's coming, she,
0: you know. She's supposed to,
1: yeah. Yeah, that's it. So And moving, you know. I would assume they're a little more skeptical of the hen that sits in one spot and doesn't move for two hours. I'm not. <laughs> but we get over there and we get to the area with the meadow and it was so we finally get to where it's it's not just brutal hills like we have we have made it to the area that's a little bit flatter and the turkey is pretty close at this point like i don't know 150 yards 100 yards not far and there's a big ditch that runs like straight to where he is and on both sides of the ditch is scrub oak mm-hmm. and we had where we killed your turkey that morning there was scratching everywhere in the scrub oaks yeah and you could see scratching in these scrub oaks too they obviously were feeding in there a lot on something i don't know i guess were the scrub oaks dropping i mean that would there have been acorns on the ground
0: there probably was at one point in time, and maybe just bits and pieces of them left over from deer, yeah, they elk, squirrels.
1: Yeah, yeah. But so we get over there. You can see the little meadow area is kind of to our right. The ditch is on our left side. We went ahead and crossed it because we kind of anticipated they're going to head towards this meadow, and the turkeys are straight down the ditch through the scrub oak thick stuff. So it was like. All right, you back off. You know, what did you get? Maybe twenty, thirty yards behind me. Yeah,
0: that was probably yeah, probably twenty yards.
1: There was like a really nice big tree up there for you to go sit on. <laughs> yes. And it was kind of like you know, it was one of those ones where you look up there and you're like, well, there's the tree I'm gonna go sit on because there's scrub <laughs> oak and then this one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know. So. I had the liberty of choosing. You didn't have much of a. Much liberty to choose.
1: So you did that. Meanwhile, I just moved up and just kind of got in the scrub oak. Where, in my viewpoint, I wanted to be able to see the left. I want to be able to shoot the left side of the ditch in case they came up on that side. And I want to be able to shoot the meadow. So I started out aiming towards the meadow because I was like, they're going to make it. I, I figured these turkeys are out in the field. And they're going to end around this scrub oak stuff, and then come right up strutting through this meadow towards Andy's call. And do you want to go ahead and throw our live hunt audio in now?
0: Yeah. Do I want to tell everybody you were wrong first?
1: Yeah, I was extremely no, wrong. No.
0: Nah. No, I don't want to. Tell, I don't want to say that.
1: Oh, Let's go okay. to the audio. Yeah, don't tell. Them. All right. So here's the hunt audio. This is Andy set up behind me, 30 yards meadow to my right. Big ditch running towards the turkeys, and it's about to get lively in the scrub oaks. Yes,
0: sir.
2: He's yeah. down Down, down, down He was, these he was drumming like a mother. The jakes are coming down the ditch. I know it. That's what. But I heard the drumming. I was like, that's a gobbler. And when the, the one jake walked up here and you he shot and I was like, no way. He just. And then I saw the bird flopping over here because I was like, he missed. I didn't Definitely think you were going to shoot here. a jake. He's huge. He is giant. Congratulations, buddy. Thank you, sir. That was worth the walk. That's two turkeys in less than 24 hours? I would have let him keep... No. You but, kill him when you kill him. Well, the problem is I couldn't hardly swing anywhere. Oh yeah, you were I'm talking about I'm all this course. junk. So I, I literally so I laid back on my back, moved
1: my gumbo over and came back up. I can't believe that. Did you hear that other turkey gobble way back where we were? Well, <coughs> I knew if we got close. This was perfect. He was gonna he was gonna come up into this right here for ten forty
2: five. Sure. Yeah. I mean this time of day night and day.
1: I like so I night one to come back. And day.
2: Thank you God. man what a day it 12
1: hours here, Reese. About 15 hours. Can you believe that? We're done.
2: Everything else of the trip is gravy. we got three days to kill on you. <laughs> <laughs> Heck yeah. I knew. Golly, what a, I mean,
1: the Jake's were calking. And he was gobbling. I was like, I think it's Jake's and a gobbler.
2: Oh yeah, I had no doubt.
1: And I saw the Jake's coming down. I was looking behind, I saw another turkey behind them. I was like, hey, where is he? And then he went, mm-hmm. And I looked right and he was standing there, blown up, just colored up head, coming through the oak brush.
2: I could hear him drumming like crazy coming up here. Yeah.
1: I think he kind of stopped. He was in the bottom too. And he kind of stopped, I think, so he could pop up on top, like walk up. Mm-hmm. And then that's when he blew up and went, and I looked, and he was right there. Hell yeah, dude. I am not gonna lie, the whole way over I was like, man, are we doing, are we chasing, are we being stupid chasing this turkey right now? Especially when he wasn't answering terribly great. Yeah. But then when we got to the next hump and he was gobbling on his own, I was like, uh-huh. It's about to go down. I'm telling you, I think he was around here, and when we got,
2: be a beautiful picture.
1: Yeah, I get one in the scrub oaks. Oh,
2: dear. bring it in! Congratulations, buddy!
1: Killing oh. friggin' turkeys. There's no mercy around here. I think that other one that gobbled's probably the one we originally heard this morning. Could be. Oh, I'm so ready for spring. (laughs) Uh, It's hard to to hear a thing like that and be sitting here, you know, still months away. Yeah.
0: You know, that, gosh, that was barely 12 hours of killing. Yeah. And I remember it so vividly, like it just happened.
1: Oh, my gosh. And it was just...
0: it it was a crazy exciting 12 hours or so
1: it was like once the switch flipped of like i would say negativity but of struggle to killing man i was it was i literally felt like after i killed that one in this hunt like anywhere we go and make a call one's coming you know we were on top of the world and it was just it was awesome so obviously y'all heard the turkeys were tearing it up to the call they were obviously i think we had been escalating their excitement the whole time we were closing in on them and when we set up kind of made our stand in that meadowy area calling pretty heavy you know instead of just a couple yelps getting a gobble and moving we started cutting on them and and really letting them have it they got excited
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah so remind me you know because i was sitting back behind you and you could see the turkeys before i could see them was oh, there God. just that one longbeard with with the jakes
1: yeah it was a pile of jakes and let's just say, i only saw one longbeard there could have been more turkeys but when you know my sight hit a longbeard at you know 18 steps or so i, I didn't really i wasn't looking anywhere else i was pretty content with with that <laughs> yeah no doubt
0: and they all but, came up that ditch, they all came up that drainage, and then the the Tom came up right in front of you. So some I'm of them aiming, were on the other side of it, weren't
1: they? So here here's what happened. I'm aiming they start gobbling, 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 and I'm like, Oh my gosh, they're coming. You know, and I'm aiming oh, yeah. towards the meadow. Well, he gobbles and I'm like, Man, they're getting close and they are not not ending around this brush. Like, they sound like they're coming right through it. So, he gobbles again, and I'm like, oh my gosh. So, I have to... There's so much buck brush, like, I had to move the gun, like, pull it back in towards me to get the barrel in close. Rotate... I literally did a 180. So, now I'm sitting facing the ditch. Because I thought, they're on the other side of the ditch, and they're going to work up right on the other side of the ditch. Well... So now I'm facing that way looking around and they got he gobbles, I think, again. And then I can hear leaves crunching because it was dry. And you could hear those turkeys walking in that scrub oak really well. And leaves crunching, crunching, and then all of a sudden I see two male turkeys. And I'm like, oh, you know, and then another one, then another one, then I don't know how many there were, but a whole pile of jakes are in the ditch. And yeah. they're literally at the base of the ditch, walking up, using the ditch. Cause, and honestly, now that I look at it, that's a pretty smart move, because it was open in the bottom of the ditch. It's, it's like a little oh, yeah. highway for them. Yeah. You know, so they're cruising down the ditch, You know, and I'm sitting there looking, because we had heard them when they were gobbling, we could tell there was jakes and what sounded to be one tom, at least one tom. You, know, you could tell one had a full gobble and then a bunch of jakes. And I'm looking for the gobbler, and the jakes are like below me at this point i mean they are like in the ditch right below me and i'm looking i'm looking and all of a sudden i hear (sniffs) and i was like holy crap and i cut my eyes to the right and standing up on my side of the ditch in the middle of the scrub oak, there is this blazing white merriam's fan facing me at about 15 yards and i'm like oh my gosh how did he How did he just get there? Like, I guess I was so fixated on all the Jakes walking down the ditch. I somehow did not see that the gobbler was up. He was coming. I think he had already come out of the ditch and was going to move right out into the meadow at this point to go strut. Yeah. But anyway, he's in. So luckily my gun was not far from him at that point. So I'd made a. You know, a little move that way with the gun, centered him up, and let him have it at close quarters in the scrub oak. And, oh, my gosh, that was (laughs) so awesome. Yeah. But, yeah, he just, everything was coming down the ditch, and then all of a sudden that drum hit, and I could tell, like, it wasn't coming out of the ditch. It was to my right. And when I turned my head, it just was, all I could see was gobbler fan in my face right there at 15 yards.
0: Yeah. I mean oh. that was that was from my perspective, obviously I could see you. Yeah. And you know for you to be able to maneuver your gun and reposition in that grove of scrub oak was, it was a task. It was a task, no doubt, especially with as many turkey eyes as we had coming to us and I could just catch glimpses of the turkeys moving through or you, you know, coming up the ditch towards us through that scrub oak, and then all of a sudden a turkey gobbles off to my left and I look and it walks up the top of the the out of the ditch and up to the bank of the ditch, and you just you shot, and I went, "Oh crap, he just shot that Jake." <laughs> And I look over at you, and, it, and of course the turkey. When you shoot the turkey, takes off, and I'm like, oh, "This is gonna, this is not good." And I look at you, and you just stand up. And you're like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> I said, "All right, I was, I was watching the wrong turkey." Because <laughs> I couldn't tell that to was Jake. Yeah. 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 So, yeah.
1: That's always a, It's always funny when you're split up. You know, kind of like the story with Scott McDonald a couple weeks ago. Yeah, when you have no idea what the other person can see, <laughs> and you just like, like you, you're sitting there back there like, oh crap, he just not only shot at the Jake, he missed it. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> which wouldn't have been uncommon, but
0: yeah, no, for this past season, that would have been about par for the course for you, but you know. <laughs> yeah. When you're, when you're the, the D.C., the designated caller on those hunts, the last thing you ever want to do is screw up the hunt for your shooter. Yeah. And especially when you're out of state. And so I am, you know, I'm paying very little attention to Cameron, much more attention to the turkeys to see because I don't want one of those jakes walking up and standing on my feet. And yeah. seeing me blink, you know, so I'm trying to keep an eye on where all the birds are. And that joker walked up on the, because that was the only turkey that I saw come up out of the ditch. Yeah. But the tom had come up out of the ditch further down, and I never saw him come up. You know, yeah. and and neither did I.
1: Towards you, he just, yeah. He just was there all of a sudden. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because so, it was so it was several turkeys, and the leaves are so dry, like when they're all walking together down that ditch and stuff it it just kind of made a sound chamber in there like you couldn't really pinpoint it once there was enough of them walking around, but when he yeah. drummed, I knew
0: where he was then. it sounded like a herd of elk walking through the leaves.
1: they did I mean it was loud leaf crunching and but yeah once he i guess what I'm guessing he I'm guessing he was in the ditch. And he slipped up the bank, probably wasn't strutting or anything. And he finally got up there on top, you know, and was about to head out in that meadow. And he just, you know, went into strut, started doing his thing, and that ended him. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. I it mean, was just so, unbelievable. Twelve hour period of our lives.
0: <laughs> yeah. And it and it probably was more like sixteen, but you know, we we'll yeah, run
1: with yeah. we'll run with twelve count The sleeping part, but if you take the sleep out of it, I mean, it was about um, yeah, yeah, five Six, hours of intensity, yeah. yeah,
0: no doubt, no doubt. But just like almost every single hunt where you're successful, the work begins,
1: dude. That hike out was something, wasn't it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, it was a lot for me, and I was not carrying a 20 pound turkey over my shoulder,
1: yeah, I was. I'll be honest. I, I didn't even hardly notice the walk. I was riding that adrenaline high till we got to the last mountain. <laughs> yeah. And there, there's not enough adrenaline in this world to keep you, keep you rolling. Cause that one was, we had to kind of reverse ski up the mountain, if you know what I mean, like back and forth, uh, a zigzag pattern up because you, you couldn't just, if you tried to just set your Straight up the mountain course, your face would be dragging the ground af- ahead of you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and it was just like soft dirt. Yeah, sliding. And through the scrub oak, so it's grabbing you every single step. A scrub oak branch is grabbing your clothing, your hat. Of course, I didn't have a gun. Your gun. Actually, I think I carried your gun out, didn't I? Uh, I can't remember. Maybe. Maybe yeah I can't remember, but you know grabs the turkey's wing i mean you you just that was yeah. still a great time, but that walk out was a task
1: yeah that was that was a memorable walk out for sure it was almost <laughs> we had a couple of those those death marches on that trip that one walk we did that morning where like we ended up on that giant hill and a coyote howled and got him to gobble Ugh. That hill was like I kept thinking we're almost to the t- like it just it never ended. <laughs> no, I, I felt like I was on a treadmill or something. Like in, in I the kept pitch, looking back, like, am I going? What is the deal? In the pitch
0: black dark.
1: Oh, and it was that hill, that one, and the walk out with that turkey were the two most memorable climbs of the trip for sure for me. Yeah. But man that one in the morning when we got up there that view was so awesome yeah it was and we were both sitting on a boulder just i mean on a sheer cliff edge like the other the side we were hanging out over no one's climbing that unless you're rappelling <laughs> you're right but yeah, that was that was pretty cool that was uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind doing that walk again one day and you know listening from there Perhaps earlier in the season before everything gets murdered in there, but it was, we did some walking that trip, which we expected because, I mean, we were at Mountain Merriam's territory. You're going to be climbing. <laughs> yeah. Because those turkeys, I mean, that goblin probably run up and down that hill, me and you were talking about being so hard. You know, he, he does that for breakfast. Oh, yeah. Like it's yeah. not.
0: I mean, literally probably does it for breakfast because there's a bunch of oaks on the top of that one, too. <laughs>
2: Yeah,
0: Yeah, But yeah, that was that when and then when we started down that hill back towards the highway where the truck was parked, we didn't go down the same way we came up. That was a lot yeah. steeper going down.
1: Yeah, and our legs were cooked, you know, and you start feeling it going down. You know, you, you don't realize how cooked your legs are and all of a sudden they're a little more wobbly on the downside. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, but, but yeah, we got back to the truck. Probably enjoyed another Nana taco because we needed to replenish after that. But I'd a, I'd do that hike every day of spring if the outcome was the same. <laughs> no doubt. I no a, doubt about took it. Took some
0: great pictures before we started that hike out. Then you know, cleaned oh, yeah. three turkeys and packed up. Well, of course, we were pretty much already packed up, but packed up and eased on towards state number three for that trip.
1: Yeah. Yeah, man. And then I got back to my old ways and finally missed a turkey. I was, I was starting to think that trip I was gonna—I I knew I needed to at least add a couple states this year to my Whiffing Forty Nine, and I'm—I'm <laughs> making some headway. I've got most of the West done. Lot, i mean, all of the Southeast. I think I've pretty much missed a turkey in every Southeast state so far. So
0: you We're need to—you need to go ahead and reserve your URL Whiffing Forty Nine. Yes. Get your logo done and start ser- selling some swag.
1: Some good old swag. Yeah. Yeah, you're not you're not kidding. I I'm gonna do it. You just wait and see. I, I'll do it. <laughs> and not purposefully. Like I'm not going out there and purposely shooting over turkeys heads. It it has been with the intention to kill. So I will hopefully in a couple years have a super slam under my belt and I will have whiffed 49 turkeys in 49 states as well. The hardest one to go back to to, to miss one is going to be probably Nevada. You know, because I did really? kill one there on my first shot. So yeah. that's going to be kind of hard to get motivated to go back there to miss one. Yeah, definitely. You know, like, what if I accidentally kill another one and don't miss it? Mm. Yeah, go again. So that could hang me up. I may It may only end up being 48. Yeah. Uh, I be. think I'm only at, I think I've only missed turkeys in like 17 or 18 states right now i still got a ways to get uh,
0: You'll get there. You stay after it. and You know, you <laughs> just mark them off one by one and stay determined. And, you know, it's like that, that whole thing of eating an elephant. You don't do it all in one bite. You just you have to start, take the first bite at some point and keep biting and chewing. Yeah. And next thing you know, that elephant will be gone.
1: Yeah, that's true. I mean, last year really helped. I think I missed in four states, which was helpful. Yeah. So, and multiple times in two of those four, like, and in one of those four, multiple, multiple, multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, gosh. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, do you want to share the Nana Taco recipe? Oh, yes. All all right, We've piqued some curiosity in this episode, and we need to plug in some of those holes.
1: Prepare for your new breakfast of choice while you're out on the hunt. But before we
0: get started, you guys go ahead and get a pen and a piece of paper.
1: Very, very complex recipe.
0: All right. Lay it on us.
1: This is a carbo-loading, energy-boosting, mood-boosting, positivity, mindset snack. I mean, you just turn the whole trip around when you make the Nana Taco. So what you're going to do, we were using whole wheat bread. You can use whatever you want. But slice of bread. Lay that down. Okay, once you've accomplished that task, peanut butter the bread. Spread peanut butter on the bread. Lay your banana on the bread sideways so that it's long with the long part of the bread. So you can wrap it around like a taco. And then if you're like me, you want a little extra carbohydrates, little sugars to get you going. I drizzle honey on top of the banana and peanut butter all the way down. Then you wrap the bread around the banana. And you have a Nana taco.
0: And I opt for the more simplified recipe without the honey. <laughs> but I will say I did have one with honey on it, and it is good. But me, I try to cut back on my sugars to an extent, and that is a sugar treat with the banana oh, yeah. and the bread, the carbs breaking down. I mean, it, it will definitely get you going to climb some mountains. But, yeah, it's... It's good stuff. And, you know, I think it really is a work of art. Once you fold that bread up and make a taco shell out of that bread with the banana and the peanut butter in there, it's really good. And that's beautiful. I like to go heavy on the peanut butter. Cameron's more of a kind of a medium to light peanut butter guy because, you know, he also goes with that honey. But yeah, man, it's it'll it'll stick to your ribs with the peanut butter. So you do get some protein out of it. But it's it's worth the effort in cooking that, I really got to say.
1: Cooking especially. Yeah. It is. And I mean, you know, we're kind of joking a little bit around. It is actually really good. Like, I, as I said, literally the other morning, I was like, man, I'm craving a Nana taco. It just, it just tastes like Miriam's, you know. <laughs> and <laughs> You know, I was missing a little bit of the blood on my fingers and, you know. Uh, you know a few of the extra flavor choices that end up in there but but it was still good
0: yeah well you know the peanut butter and nanner sandwich has been done elvis really hyped that up and made it big but
1: yeah he didn't know what he's missing though yeah he he didn't know you you have to taco it yeah yeah it's the way to go so there you go folks nana tacos hey hey, there's a favor of the week Try out our recipe of Nana Tacos. Let us know how you like them.
0: Yeah, even, you know, take a picture of it, post it on social media, and tag us.
1: <laughs> My first Nana Taco. Yeah,
0: and let us know what you think. I mean, you know. I, hey, don't I forget
1: think, to tag us, though, because you still our recipe, you know, we'll come for you.
0: Well, I have a feeling it's not going to be long before some of these wild game chefs start, you know. Yeah. Stealing that and and making it their own, you know, adding a little something different, like maybe use chunky peanut butter. Oh man, Get crazy. Know, yeah, um, rye bread. I mean, you never know what kind of twist a, a real chef's going to put on this, but yeah, we got this.
1: well There you go. That's the favorite of the week. Hope you guys enjoyed hearing this hunt. I know I did, and hope y'all enjoy your nana tacos this week for breakfast. When the wife walks in, you make her one, she'll be happy.
0: No doubt. No doubt. Awesome, man. Well, Sweet. I just enjoyed that, you know, to get to be able to live that hunt two times. Yes. Live and in person Always and the then on ones. this show. Yeah, it is. And, I mean, that that was a great trip with a great friend and great turkeys that helped make it even that much more fun. So, I enjoyed it. It was fun reliving it today. Thank you. That is a fact. Absolutely. Thank
1: you. And why don't you wrap
0: this up? Let's do it. Thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. We know that you have choices. We appreciate you spending your time with us. We hope you have a wonderful week. And we look forward to seeing you again next week. Goodbye.
2: Goodbye.